Are you a werewolf? I'm well, not a werewolf, but I'm your host, Scott O'Dell. I'm joined by host you Jeff caught, You caught my comment oh, at fine. the tail Go end. Go for it. That's Jeff. He's Go already talking. Jeff's oh, here. man. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> and host Cordy Jorgensen. Uh, I'm a villager, and I choose to, to kill Jeff. We're in a good mood because we just got done celebrating Spielbound's fifth birthday. Yay. Woo-hoo! That was two days Spielbound's ago. Spielbound's in kindergarten. If you'd like to become <laughs> a member of Spielbound, just go to our website. You can subscribe and you become a member right on our website. One time, sign up. So proud of this feature. (laughs) Sign up, and we will just very conveniently charge your credit card once a month for fifteen dollars until you cancel. But you never will because Spielbound is awesome. Unless you took advantage of our promotion at our fifth birthday. Well, the first the first month is five, but then every other month goes back to regular price. Yeah. Scott, in honor of our fifth birthday, we played. We played some five games. Five tribes. We only played three five games. We need to play two more rounds of. Facts of facts in well, five. I'm excited for our birthday two years from now when we just get to do a Seven Wonders extravaganza. No, we will not be playing Seven Wonders. It's going to be no. I'm making the whole event <laughs> Seven Wonders. The whole event is going to be Seven Wonders. No other games will be allowed. <laughs> All the demos will be the various combinations of expansions for Seven Wonders, of which there will be 13 by two years from now. I can't wait until like 25. 20 when we can play that Friedman freeze game 514 504 504 but I almost pulled that one up for this because it starts with a five yeah uh no I'm gonna rent a boat and we're gonna play Armada on a boat we're gonna have a special demo it's gonna be like a $500 entry and we're gonna go on a hopefully lake. it's a Cody's nice not gonna day. do that because yeah. he's gonna have a yeah no it's not <laughs> all right let's talk about five tribes Yes, let's do Does it hold up? Well, we have a unique perspective here because we have varying levels of memory of this game. So this was the first time I'd ever played Five Tribes. I'd played it once before. And Scott played it 300 times. It's his favorite game. I played it a couple times, but I had such a vivid memory that I could just like instantly teach it. But I do remember that when I got into board games, like this was the game. It was, I think it was on the first season of Tabletop, the Will Wheaton before, it, it was before Geek and Sundry. It was, right. it was a huge deal for a while. Yeah. You're right. So and, five and tribes. And it's Bruno is, Cathala, who, and he's yeah. a well-known designer. He's like, and it's Days of Wonder. Stout, and it's, they do one a year. Like they do one game a year. And this was their one game from 2000. 14? 14, it feels like. Yep. I wonder if it was 13, because it feels like uh, the predecessor to... Um, well, Days of Wonder was, you know, getting ready for it before, you know. The predecessor to Istanbul. That's what I'm saying. Did, did this and Istanbul come out at the same time, or did, the, did Istanbul follow this? Because they have a lot of similarity, which is weird. You pointed it out. You were surprised I hadn't played this, because Istanbul is my number two game, I think. And... Uh, and when, when will it eclipse your number one? Uh, why? Why would you help Scott I say that word? I just wanted to steal it from him. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Uh, I just wanted to be the one. Still Istanbul thunder. came out 2014, and it, coincidentally, both are ranked rated 7.6. That makes I, – I, I'm totally fine with that. The, they both they have the same play time. They are super similar. They have the same play time. They same have weight. Same weight, same relative mechanics. Same theme. The big difference – I think, and the thing that I do think why I'll, I'll stick with Istanbul as a favorite over five tribes is Istanbul has a 
like a big point mechanic like you're trying to gather up the gems and once you've done it you've won where this has a play the game until the rounds are over and then count up your score so when you when you finish five tribes you don't know if you've won yet you've got to get out the score pad but when you play istanbul you know who's won when it's over but that's take it or leave it that's not necessarily a good or bad thing because everybody's engaged for the entirety of five tribes even if scott's running away with it describe what five tribes is a little bit well the the gimmick of the game is you you start the game there's 30 tiles out you know five by six grid and there's three meeples on each tile and the gimmick is that it's basically mancala uh, which was a game I'm sure many of us played when we were children. You basically, you pick a tile, you pick up all of the meeples on that tile, and you distribute them one meeple per space. And whatever space you end on, you get to take all the meeples of the color that you just put on. So let's say you put a green meeple on the tile last, you get to take all the green meeples. The green meeples get to do a special action, and the tile gets to do a special action. So every turn, you're distributing meeples, you're doing a meeple action, and you're doing a tile action. And the thing that I like about this game is there's so many different ways to win. You can win by clearing tiles and placing out camels. You can win with what are called jins, which are special powers you can get. You can win with cards based on like different meeple and tile actions. There's just so many different avenues to victory, and even a hybrid system can work as well. And so every... When you end your tile, the... The meeple that you drop has to match the color of one of the meeple on the tile. Right. So you're always going to be doing kind of a two-powered action, and sometimes that's meaningful. Like if you do the white guys and you get five white meeples, each of those is worth two points at the end of the game, so that's good. But right. if you get five red guys, they're assassins, and that just increases the range and what you can assassinate people. Yeah. And but they're, what, they're, you, what you want to do, or at least what I thought you wanted to do, was you always wanted to clear tiles because then you owned the tile, and then you would get victory points for the, at the end of the game for that tile. And I was the first one to get all of my camels out. Yeah, Scott ended the game really quickly. Very quickly. Yeah, like, you have eight camels. It's theoretically possible to put out two camels per round, although it's pretty rare. I think the game was over in, like, six or seven rounds. No, it was, it was eight or nine, but it's still quick. I mean, it was very quick. Um, so when I originally played this game, I played it. I was like, that's fine. But at that time in my life, I was like, I need to be playing the most epic big three-hour or a labora you know only eclipse only stuff like that and um as we started podcasting as i started teaching games more and more at spielbound you know shorter you know games with less friction became more important and i'm glad we went back and played because this game has a lot of that oh the, for sure the one thing the one big glaring problem this game has and something i noticed originally is that it's because it's Moncala and because there's 30 tiles and because there's, you know, three or four or five or six different meeples and the game board changes at all, the game state changes it all the time. It's like playing with a Rubik's Cube, kind of. And if you don't like the state of the board, every round you bid to see who's going to go first, and then you just don't, you try not to go first. That way, you're not, uh, you're not, you don't have to deal with that game state because it'll change because Jeff will take an action and then the board will be different. Right. Um, the reason I don't, the, the big thing I don't like about this game is because that's what it is and you're looking at the board and you might, well, what is Jeff going to do? Like this game lends itself to analysis paralysis big time. Yeah. Which Cody has some thoughts on that. I'm sure we'll hear about. You want to talk about <laughs> You want to say that now or you want to wait later to I'm, anger I'm, everybody? I, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. No, I, I honestly, it was nice from my perspective because I'm a tactical player. I'm not a particularly good strategic player. Uh, 
but I'm a I like playing tactically. So I actually got a financial benefit during the uh, turn order auction to just be like, well, I'll just play tactically. I'll just see what you leave me, uh, and I'll make the best out of that. And right. so yeah, uh, it rewarded that I could choose to play that way. Now I got destroyed by the two of you, but. I enjoyed it. I got to play my way. You got you got destroyed by the two of us, but I took a very similar approach. Scott was really the only person who was paying a lot of money for turn order. You and I were kind of just going second and third most rounds. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I happened to go with, there's a set collection mechanic. There's cards and the green meeples as well as some of the tiles allow you to pick up cards. And I just started going to pick up different sets and then realized I had four or five of different cards and you want the set collections you want different cards so i guess what's the opposite of set collection difference collection no that's um, collecting a set that's still collecting a set yeah right. yeah good point um and so i was like well there's three more cards i don't have in there why don't i just grab those three and then i have seven and then another one came out and i'm like cool now i have eight which is 50 points at the end of the game and i ended up winning only by nine points so that was a, that was a good deal but i was the same way as cody just kind of saw what what was left of me and or what was left for me and went with it so yeah. speaking of me, not me, individually me, but the word, we were just discussing the origins of the word meeple. Yes. The word meeple was invented, I believe, during a game of Carcassonne. Yeah. What's the what's the general word for what it is? A portmanteau. A portmanteau. Oh, two words you. smashed together. So we were trying to figure out what two words. Yeah. So what are the two words? Like, just think about it and shout it at you know, we'll tell wherever you, you are, second. you're grocery Meeple. shopping, you're looking over Meeple. the, will I spend 70 more cents for the organic broccoli? Do I just get the regular broccoli? You're looking through the produce. You're, regular broccoli's you're, better. You're listening to the gourd and you now shout what two words you think. Which it's, it's weird. Meeple. It's one of those portmanteaus where you know it's a portmanteau, but when you actually think about it, you're like, well, what? What were, so Scott thought it was me and people because he thought it, the meeple was supposed to represent you, like you as a player. But You're actually, it is my people. Yeah, so it's the pirates. Right. Me people. Right. It's so, me people. Fun fact. Yeah. We, for a while, we were thinking maybe miniature people, but then we were trying to find the extra E in there somewhere. Miniature people. So the sentiment you guys are expressing about Five Tribes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing us back, Scott. I just like the word meeple. Like, it's such a perfect word. I, it doesn't need like to be meeple, a portmanteau. Play Five Tribes because there is 90 meeples. And each, not only are they different colors, but they're different shapes. Like, there's like bumpy-headed meeple. And there like, are. Yeah, they, they all have a, a roughly different shape. There's also palm tree meeples and temple meeples. Yeah. And camel meeples so and pillar cam meeples. Cam What Jeff was saying is there's a bunch of different ways to score our points in five tries. And what you were saying, Cody, is that it's a very tactical game. It just is. There's not. Mm-hmm. It's not a strategic game. You don't think, well, this is what I'm going to do this game. Which is why the analysis paralysis in this game is so frustrating. Because sure. it's not like it's affecting some I mean, grand I'm strategy. Sh- I'm sure people who win at this game regularly not only consider how many points they can score on a turn, but how they're leaving the board state. Like there's a lot to think about. Yes. Like w- the way you take your turn. It would. But at the end of the day, I'm just thinking about how many points I can score. It would be the type of game that if people had like a non-simultaneous app, like if you had, if it was an app for non-simultaneous play where you have like a day to make your turn and then you send mm, it to the other person, yeah. people would be really good at this game. Cause they would just sit there for an hour sure. and think about their move. Or yeah. just play with people who aren't, prone to AP. Yeah. Or put a timer in the box. So for being a five-year-old game, five-year-old, I think that has to be earlier. Have we looked it up? Did we look it's it up? It's 2014. 
man, this game's only five years old. It's five years old. Five tribes. Spielbound's five. It so this, this game, game came, came out, out when Spielbound was born. This this we were uh, playing this game at the Pretzcon before Spielbound opened. The, it's this good. Istanbul. It, it, it it's good. It it holds up as well as Istanbul for sure. I, I think it's one of the best Days of Wonder games. And they only release one a year. I can't think of a ton of them. I mean, it's better than Small World by a yes, lot. I would agree. With it's that. a large. <laughs> The thing that I like about better. it is there's multiple avenues to victory, but it doesn't feel like a point salad game. At no point Correct. was I like, I'm going to get mm-hmm. a couple points here. Like, there, there's a clear advantage to going for a specific strategy. I agree. And it, that is what I like about it. Sometimes these games, like, if it, sometimes the game, if the point distribution had been different, like, oh, I'm going to get a couple camels out. I'm going to collect some sets. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab some gins. Like, there is a clear advantage in just ignoring multiple strategies yeah. although there is a way to make it work with the hybrid too so they've somehow figured that out pirates cove the river i haven't played it, haven't played to ride. it. okay ticket to ride this is, i i mean apples and oranges small world small world seven thousand expansions Com- comparing ticket to ride in terms of quality to any other game just isn't i don't think allowed like you can't yeah like it's just so ubiquitous at this point yeah, it's a I fine game you. memoir 44 okay um, that one where you're island hopping, I can't remember what it's called. Blue Lagoon. No. No, that's an orange. A blue uh, orange Shadows game. over Camelot. No, it's the one. This is better than Shadows over Camelot, which is a pretty good game. Yeah, that game does but not hold up. That I'm, da- I'm certain. It's, it's super dated, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The hidden role mechanic has gotten so much stronger. But I think that's one of the things that makes Five Trap work is they use the Mancala or Moncala. Uh, sorry, I learned to play Mancala when I was like nine. Did you and, learn to mispronounce it when and, you were nine and too? And when I was nine, I spoke like I was from Alma, Nebraska. And so I say Mancala even to this day. Y'all want to get out the Mancala board? <laughs> no, I'm going to wash these dishes and we're going to play Mancala. Uh, so, uh, cur over there. Uh, <laughs> but the Mancala mechanic is such an, uh, an old mechanic that it doesn't wear out like it's as good today as it was five years ago but this is the only time i've seen it in a board in a modern board game it feels ubiquitous but i don't know that i've seen it i in play anything. a lot of games in it. you don't play enough feld games he loves that's probably fair i don't so play a lot of feld games the the way that they do the the, the having I five a lot of them with bryce like having having five different tribes you know so there are five different scoring mechanics is such a convenient like you can mentally process it all i remember well, aren't even scoring mechanics i remember what the red ones do i remember what the white meeples do like i yeah. just re- like it's so it doesn't take long to like store that information which then just puts you in the game state as opposed i to, would rather play this in istanbul mm, i'd rather play this in ticket to ride i would rather agree yeah. with that I, uh i i wonder what the effect would be to have seven i mean i just like Seven with tribes, seven, I wonder. I, wonder, I do wonder the, what seven tribes would be like. Do you spend days wondering? Oh, no. my God. All right, let's oh. play five-second rule. <laughs> okay, so the next game we're going to play, we are going to play on air. It is in so, honor wait, of... Be- before we move on, does five tribes hold up? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I it think five could tribes... could have been released last year. Maybe better now than when it was released because of where the industry has moved. Because... Oh, I see what you're saying. Like the industry got more concise, and Five Tribes was ahead yes. of the curve. It's better now than when it was released because they made a major change in the game. I don't know if we're going to mention it. Did, we should talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. With that so game. when Five Tribes originally came out, there were slave cards. 
for no for reason. no reason. They served no function in the game. And so a few years ago, I don't know if they sold them or if they just like said request a bunch and we'll send I'm them to you. I'm pretty sure you could just write them and then they would send you the update. They pack. changed it to snake charmer cards. Yeah. So the copy that we have in our in the Spielbound library, we have the snake charmer cards, but the rule book and all the player aids still say slave cards. But it was it's just it was a weird like nobody at Days of Wonder was like, "Hmm." Well, there's a little yeah, bit right. of nuance to the conversation because we don't want to whitewash in board games. Like if you're playing a game about sugar plantations like Puerto Rico, you don't want to call your brown cubes colonists, colonists. when they're in fact slaves. Right. But and when that, you're playing a Days of Wonder, this game is supposed to be family friendly and there's no reason to call them slaves. Because right. they serve it, the, the cards serve the function of like adding to your multiplier. Right. There's yeah. they're essentially work like they're 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 representing labor of some sort, like right. And they already had merchant, like all of the five tribes represent and, something. And so these were cards. And, so and there was a defense for it, is to, but the problem is, is this is not a historical game; it's a fantasy game, right? Like, like there's, no it's got, there's literal go- like it's there's got ghosts. genies and right. ghosts, like so. So the idea that that like well, there were slaves back. There were not slaves back when there were genies because there were never genies, <laughs> like so. Yeah, like if you were building the pyramids, like Scott said, if like you were so collectively right. it got building even better pyramid. because all the new printings yeah. have the snake charmer in it. Yeah, so even at, even in 2014, they should have been woke enough to catch that five second rule. Five second rule. This is a great game because it only takes five seconds. I've never to play. played Jeff. Me neither. I'm going to list a category. You have to name three things that fit that category in five seconds. What's the, the little, giant thing you're holding? Uh, it's a timer, and it makes a fun sound. And when the beads reach the bottom, which is now, That's you know it's been five, five seconds. seconds. That feels much quicker. Two, three, four. Yeah, it feels a little short. Okay, let's, uh, let's time it. Let's time, time it. I mean, we have there. a timer going on the podcast right now. Ready? Flip it. Four. It's four plus. We're going to play it's four, four second, second rule. Four second rule for our birthday. Well, we haven't read our fifth birthday hasn't happened yet, so we're still a few days out. Well, not when this drops. We're anyway, morning. whatever. We, we all ate cupcakes. Yeah, mine was really good. I didn't eat all the frosting. It was, it was mine was free, and it was there because I got there very early. Okay, and my eighteen-month-old, she just ate the frosting off the top and then ate the cake. Scott, yes. Name three Big East universities. Georgetown, Creighton, Butler. Is Creighton Big Correct. East? Now yes. they are. Not, not, when, this game the, not when this game came out, but they are now. Okay, you get the card. Ooh. Cody. Okay. Then, then the third one will be for the listener. Third one will be for the listener. Okay. Name three first ladies. Uh, Barbara Bush. Uh, another Bush. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. You did God. not get that in time. Michelle Obama. Okay, listeners. Listeners. Name three ranks of English royalty. Ranks. So King, like, prince, queen. That's so much easier than first lady. I took out the male. Good English job, royalty. Jeff. All right, Jeff. Duke. Name three Rugrats characters. <gasps> Tommy, Angelica, Chucky. Wow, that was good. That was very good. That was better than I could have done. What were the twins' names in that show? Lil and Phil. Phil. Ah, there you go. See, you could have rhymed and saved yourself some time with your rhyme. Oh, I could have been a poet. I, okay. All of. Okay. Uh, Get ready, Whatever. Cody. I'm ready. <laughs> Scott, yes. you're next. Name yes. three pizza ingredients. Pepperoni, peppers, hamburger. Cody. 
<laughs> if mine is like attorneys general, Pineapple. I'm gonna be furious. <laughs> okay, <laughs> to just, be fair, first know? ladies is not that hard. No, it's, not. it's six words you have to say. Melania. No, just say Obama, the last name. Just say the president's <laughs> names. That's that would not count. Yes, if I, of course. If I would have been like Taft, Carter, Reagan. You no, would not if have you had said Melania, that. Michelle, Barbara. If you would have said Obama, Clinton. Oh, you guys I mean, have had more than five seconds to think about this. Okay. More than four seconds. Okay, I'm Cody, ready. I'm ready. name three news anchors. Ron Burgundy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cody's really bad at this game. Listeners. <laughs> that was hard. I, I couldn't have done that one. <laughs> I officially have had the two hardest ones. But you went for the joke. Dan Rather. Yeah. No, it was the same. Walter Cronkite. Walter yeah. Cronkite. You went for the joke. Uh <laughs> Listeners, this this one might actually be the hardest one in terms of the way that we all remember this fact, and getting it in five seconds. Listeners, name three months with thirty-one days. You just randomly guess three months, right? Yeah. Well, the way I always remember it is thirty days half September, April, June, and November. May, August, the rest thirty-one. So then you have to be like uh, May, August, December. All right, Jeff. Let's see if you can pull. I don't know if listener. August is true. Jeff, name three types of dinosaurs. T-Rex, Brontosaurus, Pterodactyl. Oh, you also you got flipped it, yeah. that too early. You pronounced the P in Pterodactyl. We're going to take that point from you. You did pronounce it. <laughs> okay. Scott. Yes. Are we playing three rounds? Because if we are, Cody can't win. So we better play four rounds. We better play four. Okay. So this Scott, is... name three things you do when you wake up. Brush my teeth, eat breakfast, change my baby's diaper. Boom. Cody. Mm-hmm. I don't brush my teeth every morning. This is a subjective one. All right. Name three large U.S. cities. Cincinnati, Houston, <laughs> New York. Cincinnati? I say name three large U.S. cities, and your first instinct is freaking Cincinnati? At least it's in Cleveland. It's in Ohio. It counts. Cincinnati is a major metropolitan area. Ohio is. by it. But Ohio. They have multiple sports teams. Do you want to know why Ohio's not the worst state in the union? Why? Because Florida. West Virginia exists. Uh, Flor- <laughs> Having a, driven a, through both. A Florida man would like to have a discussion with you. I've been to Florida multiple times. It's delightful. All right, listeners. Stay in your hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Name three things. Oh, this is listeners, not me. This is listeners. Name three. You hold always on, you on, flip it too early. Listeners, name three Ford automobiles. Fusion Fiesta. Time's up. Focus. My first thought was Kia. That's how bad at this game I am. I'm so bad at this. Chevy, Honda, Toyota. I am the bad game show contestant. Jeff, name three things to do on a job interview. Answer questions, make eye contact, drink water. I didn't say a good job interview. All right, so, yeah, so you, round you are four. The ba- you're, the bad, you're the bad game show contestant who, like, claps every time. Like, yeah. They're like, name a come yellow on, fruit. Orange. So me... <laughs> And Jeff and the listeners, this will be the tiebreak round if one of us gets... Well, I get to play for a consolation prize. You get to play for a prize. Okay. Scott, name three things found at the circus. Cotton candy, rodeo clowns, trapeze. (laughs) No, he did not get it. Rodeo clowns. Oh, look who's laughing, Cleveland. I'm pretty sure they're at the rodeo, the clowns. Circus clowns. Rodeo there I hate this game. <laughs> I've never heard, I've never played this game before. This is so stupid. You got to stu- I'm going to You've uh, got the worst. I oh. think I <laughs> Come on. You have the it. worst luck. I hope this is some weird niche thing I memorized when I was 8. GI <laughs> <laughs> Joe's yeah, dog. Right. Name 3. 
actors who played con men in Ocean's Eleven? Uh, the guy with the slick back hair, the the guy with the Brooklyn accent, Al Pacino, <laughs> no. Brad Pitt, Don Cheadle. Oh, uh, the play, they played con men. Oh man, Brad Pitt, George Clooney, John Cheadle. John yeah. Don no, Cheadle. Your time is up. I know. I I was thinking bad guys, but con men are good guys All in right. that movie. For, now you know what. That is my sick movie. I've probably seen that movie 25 times. All right, listeners, this is a hard one. Julia Roberts. Elvis Presley songs. Ooh. Blue suede shoes, hound dog. What's the one? Jail. Jailhouse Jail Rock. Rock yeah. Okay, this is for the win. If I get this, I win. Name three. Well, I saved an easier one for Cody's uh, <laughs> pride. Jeff, name three types of saws. Handsaw, hacksaw, miter saw. You got to go with miter. You and the saw. listeners tied for the win. Good job, Jeff. No, I think I won. All right, Cody, yes. for your pride. Okay. Oh, Don't throw me a softball after I've already lost. Name I have nothing to win three here. ACC universities. Uh, Florida State, Miami, Clemson. That was three. Sports. Cody can indeed complete a five-second <laughs> roll. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Let's see how much we can. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Ron Burgundy, Pat Sajak, and Brick Tamlin. Name three deceased actresses. Uh, Dolly Parton, Betty Davis. Dolly Parton's not deceased. (laughs) Betty Davis, is she? Audrey Hepburn is. Judy Garland. That one's really hard, though. Oh, I don't like you guys. Name three South American countries. Uh, Chile, Argentina, Brazil. Brazil. Is Chile South American? Yes, it it is. Name three Britney Spears songs. Uh, toxic. Oops, I did it again. The Spielcast is recorded at Spielbound Board Game Cafe in Omaha, Nebraska. At, you can reach us at spielcast at spielbound.org, or you can always tweet at us at spielbound with the hashtag spielcast. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and as always, please give us a five-star rating. Thanks for listening.